0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store.
1: Or strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show.
0: According to the 56-page court filing, a federal grand jury in California has returned a nine-count indictment charging Hunter Biden with three felony tax offenses and six misdemeanor tax charges. The indictment says he spent millions on an extravagant lifestyle, including drugs, escorts, the women. How much for the women? What? You're the women. I, I, I want to buy you the women. Luxury hotels and exotic cars rather than paying the IRS.
2: Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios.
0: And we also have to stop with the words. It's this word. You said that word. You said this word. It, it hurt me. What's the word?
3: Uh, Bird.
0: Unequivocally deny that this was an attempt to delay that though. Absolutely.
1: I just want to make a point. The video evidence speaks for itself. The video shows you threw the science on the floor, you tried opening the door, it didn't open, you went and pulled the fire alarm. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's how Carr. car.
2: Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. If you'd like to join us, the number is always 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is a frequent guest on the show. Uh, we have him on, uh, whenever he has a new book coming out, his, his latest book, it's a it's a bestseller, Killing the Witches, the Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. It's about the Salem witch trials back in the 17th century, a horrific story, and uh, many, many aspects to it, and it's it's. It's big, it was big in Western civilization, not just in New England. But Bill and I worked together at uh, Channel Seven in Boston back in the early 1980s. And uh, I myself have a book out this year, and it's called uh, Paperboy. I'm holding it up right now. Uh, read all about it. And it's it's about uh, my uh, my career, my memoirs, and. Uh, Bill O'Reilly figures uh, in, in one of the, the chapter about Channel 7. It was, a, it was a strange time. And, you know, the media has changed a lot since uh, Bill and I broke into it uh, back in the, in the 1970s. So, you know, this is a bit of shameless self-promotion for me. This is a great Christmas present for you. If You, if you, if you, if you can get both books. You can get Killing the Witches by Bill O'Reilly, uh, The Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. And you can get Howie Carr, Read All About It, or Paperboy Read All About It by Howie Carr. And uh, you can order it at com. click on store, or you can get it at Amazon, just like you can get uh, any book on uh, at Amazon.com. But uh, Bill O'Reilly, thanks for being with us here on The Howie Car Show.
1: You know, I was going to change my name to Eddie Andelman to do this interview with you. I mean, this uh, paper, boy, paper boy just brings me back to Boston. Um, and really, when it was uh, the best local media market in the country and i worked in uh, as you know in new york city at channel 2 wcbs um but boston back then when you write about it i'm on um, actually i read the book but i'm uh, reviewing it now on page 80 um the the level of competition to uh get viewers was so intense and uh david mugar the star market guy uh, invested millions of dollars to try to beat DZ and CVB and it just blew up and you and I were right in the middle of all that it was really something
2: it, it is and you know the thing about uh, the the thing about Paperboy is just it, it you know it brought back memories to me how much things have changed i mean not just network tv but local tv news is is just a a shadow of its former self, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's because the hirings that the local stations make now are not people like you and me who uh, had edge and and grit. And, uh, I mean, you were a newspaper guy at the Herald. I came out of Boston University with a master's degree in broadcast journalism. We both knew every inch of the town we both could pronounce the word situate
2: the Worcester. Way it
1: should be wester and <laughs> you know, now so they're they're importing tiffany from cincinnati into the into the yeah. marketplace and boston is a complicated um area. And it goes all the way back to 1692 to Salem and the witch trials and the crazy Puritans down in Plymouth. It goes all the way back there. And to understand the passion and the flow and the feelings. Of, we had some people
2: who didn't know much about about Boston or local TV news. I remember a woman named Kate Sullivan. She was an anchor. And she once did an interview with uh, the Speaker of the House, who was a, uh, a Marine veteran of uh, World War II and she asked him about his experiences on, as she put it, E.O. Jima. E.O. Jima.
1: Yeah, I remember that lady, very pretty, um, Irish name. Yeah, classic Irish looks,
2: black hair, blue eyes, beautiful woman. And the
1: guys who did the hiring, I mean, they they felt that the thing about Boston, and it remains to this day, is that if you are – born and raised there you bleed you bleed boston and that's why i like the patriot new york and new england patriot debacle this year i mean people suffer <laughs> when they go and for years they suffered with the boston red Sox. you were able to tap into that kind of mindset and and i particularly enjoyed your stuff on the kennedy family that is just legendary but they don't have that now. I mean, can you imagine one of the local reporters on Channel 5 or uh, 4 or 7 going after the Kennedy family now? No. Can well, you imagine that?
2: It, well, you know, I was thinking about this just just generally speaking. You know, in in the old days when – again, we sound like all farts talking about this. But in the old days, you, you made your bones by chasing people, you know, you know. Bad people, uh, you know, politicians going into grand jury rooms or, uh, or, or you know, being uh, making a bad vote in the city council or something. Nobody chases politicians anymore. I don't know if you remember uh, Hillary Vaughn from Fox a couple of months ago. She went after Rashida Taleb and just chased her down the hall and just kept peppering her pe- peppering her with questions. And I thought to myself, yeah. "Wow, that's that was really a retro interview." Because I, you know, a guy yeah. like a guy like Jake Tapper, George Stephanopoulos, uh, uh, Chuck Todd, they couldn't do something like that because they, they, they're, in, they're in the satchel. The, their, their jobs before they got yeah, they into the media were, were protecting people like Rashida Tlaib from people like us. Well,
1: guys like Howie Carr and Bill O'Reilly were always outsiders. Here's something interesting. I took my son, um, who goes to Salve Regina in, in Newport, Rhode Island, we drove out to Boston. And he was playing lacrosse and uh, playing out in Milton, Curry College, and Salve won. and right. My son's a good lacrosse player. Uh, I took him to Southie, and I walked him through the neighborhood. And I said, "Here's where Whitey boulder did business." Okay. Here's and then we went to Dorchester. I said, "Here was George Washington lined up his cannons." You know, the area is so rich, going way back to Salem to now with, with stories and places and legacies. And many of the reporters, probably most, even at the Boston Globe and the Boston Herald now, they don't know. It. They don't know what happened before. Uh, and a lot of them don't care. They just want to paycheck. Hey.
2: I think it goes beyond that, uh, Bill. Uh, how about the mayor of Boston? I mean, she's from she's from Chicago. The congresswoman Ayanna Presley she's from she's from Chicago. You know, yeah, the, uh,
1: they wind up there, right? Catherine
2: so, Clark, the uh, the the highest ranking member of the legislative delegation, she's uh, she's from Colorado. You know, they they just they 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 just drifted into town and. Uh, I you know and again there's, there's nothing wrong with moving to to a place from somewhere else but uh, you know you, you don't you don't have quite the same the same roots hey did you see the the uh, another one of our former uh, coworkers Angela Rippon most people aren't going to know that name but she was a oh, big Yeah
1: that was a great story.
2: She was a huge so Let me
1: let me tell it. Go um, ahead. So we're at Channel 7 so Carr and I, we're, we're there and we're fairly obnoxious. I mean, come on, we got to be honest here. Not, we're not running for, uh, uh, you know, Bachelor of the Month. Uh, and so um, Mugar hires a bunch of guys the from owner. out of town, right? And uh, the guys from out of town come in and they say, oh, we need some stars. We need some stars. So they hire Tom Ellis and Robin Young all right, lots of money, to team up. And, and they had absolutely nothing in common. I mean, it was like two one guy is from... Zero Phoenix, chemistry. From, right, yeah. nothing. So then they bring in this Angela Rippon, who is a star in England. In England. This is an <laughs> Irish town. <laughs> and many people in Boston, including my... Ancestors were abused and got the hell kicked out of them by the English. And there's, right. and oh, hello, hello. And, what, I think what did she last? Two months, and they. Yeah, they, we, she was on a boat back.
2: We had a bar. Oh I, I, I wrote about this in the uh, in in Paperboy. We we had a bar that uh, everybody from Channel Seven went to, and uh, and so every Fleet Street, all the all the. English newspapers the British newspapers sent over reporters cuz they wanted gossip and nobody nobody at Channel 7 had to buy a drink for like 10 days cuz the can I buy you
1: a drink governor what's going yeah, on with Angela Raypole Angela right you know? and and my my question was how is she so popular in England what does she do I mean here in Boston people think of, what is this and but it, listen, I felt sorry for her. She never knew what hit her. No, she wasn't Plus bad. a Tough town.
2: But I mean, you they know, she said there's stories about town? her this week in the Daily Mail. I thought it was ironic that I was that we were going to be talking about our uh, Angela Rippon accuses BBC of sexism and misogyny. Well, of course they do. She's 79, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> oh my God! If she worked at Channel Seven, they didn't, well, anyway. Um, Boston is a tough town, uh, and it, it's gen, more genteel now than it was when you and I were wor- working the streets there. But it's still the core of it is working class people. and They don't want phonies. They don't want somebody, you know, from Yorkshire. They want genuine, authentic people who care about what they care about. And that's why you've been successful over all these decades. I think you started what after the war of eighteen twelve in Boston. I think that was your first column. Yeah, my big,
2: my first Uh, big beat was the Federalist Party going out of business.
1: Yeah, mar- mocking uh, James Madison for running away uh, from the uh, British as they came into right. the, the White House, laughing
2: at James- John Quincy Adams for going back to the House of Representatives after being president. It was it was a real blow to his ego. But yeah, I remember the old days, Bill O'Reilly. But I, I really appreciate day. you joining us. And, and again, this is sure. I think this is this is a good book, even if you're not from Boston, don't you think, Bill? I mean, I got a lot of other stuff in there as well.
1: Paperboy is a story of what journalism used to be. And it wasn't, you know, all. Well, it was the greatest thing. I mean, there were terrible characters in there. My little test when I go and I talk to somebody about Boston is one name, Dapper O'Neill.
2: I got That's a chapter about Dapper in there.
1: I know. If they don't know who Dapper is, they don't know Boston. <laughs>
2: Bill O'Reilly, I appreciate you being uh, with me to discuss Paperboy in the good old days at, uh, at, at the, at, over the Indian burial ground at Channel 7 when it was a CBS affiliate in Boston, and, uh, and we were young and had uh, brown
1: hair and hair. There you go. Well, Merry Christmas, Carl. I want everybody to buy Paperboy and Killing the Witches. You'll have a nice Christmas break reading those two books.
2: Thank you, Bill O'Reilly. Merry Christmas to you, too. I love the Eden Pure heaters, and the staff here at Newsmax does too. Often they come in to borrow one of mine because it can get very chilly in this office. I've made a lot of friends with my Eden Pure heaters. This week, only the people at Eden Pure are giving you $50 off their very popular Gen 40 heater. You can pick up this stylish heater with one hand. It looks nice on your desk, end table, or even a bookshelf. You can keep your thermostat at a reasonable level when you have the Gen 40 heater in the room. During the Brandon era, we all need to save money. The Gen 40 heater will do just that. The Gen 40 heater features dual hybrid technology, which will reduce your heating bills. It combines infrared heat and convective heat to warm a room. Other heaters only use one form of heat and aren't nearly as effective as the Gen 40 heater. The Gen 40 fan setting will distribute the heat throughout your room quickly. The heater has no blades and is completely safe around kids and pets, which is good news for Roscoe. Save $50 this week only with code HOWIE50. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code HOWIE50 for the Gen 40 heater. This savings is off the already low sales price. Shipping is free. I'm
1: Howie Carr. Don't worry. Each and every hack will get a lump of coal in their stocking. Who do you think writes up Santa's naughty list anyway? Don't worry. He knows. He always knows. Howie Car. We'll be right back. I don't have a supercut.
2: Fun fact. Charles Dickens modeled Ebenezer Scrooge after Howie.
0: He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, clutching, covetous old sinner.
1: All right, so I'm lying. Howie's not quite that old. Merry Christmas from Howie Carr.
2: Bah humbug. Today's poll question is brought to you by Rizzo Insurance. When was the last time you had someone audit your insurance to see if you're getting the most coverage for your money? Contact Dan or Paul Rizzo at RizzoInsurance.com. They have helped me and my staff, and they can help you save money, too. Get the Rizzo Insurance audit at no charge, no obligation. RizzoInsurance.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far?
3: Today's poll question, which you can vote in at
1: HowieCarshow.com, is what was your reaction to seeing photos of IDF troops guarding cowed Hamas terrorists surrendering in their underwear? Gladdened or saddened? Gladdened. 97% say they were gladdened.
2: One of the texters says the... the uh, the Hamas terrorists didn't mind the Israelis pumping the don't mind the Israelis pumping the water into the tunnels but they do mind that they're throwing in some soap when the uh, in into the uh, torrents of water 500 4242 uh a Texter just said as I, as you and O'Reilly were talking I am listening to I'm thinking about Bob Gamir that was a guy another guy from Channel 7 Tubir Gamir he was called and uh it was a Yankees he was on the Yankees play-by-play for radio when he was 25 years old he was an extremely talented sports guy but he had a he had a few problems later went to federal prison on a, a kitty porn rap that was the thing about channel 7 in the old days you there were two career paths out of channel seven one was uh, one was the networks like Matt Lauer or O'Reilly or Uma Pemaraju or Palazan. or the other path was prison like like Amir and a few others. 844-500-4242, but you can can read all about it in Paperboy. Pick it up now at at Amazon.com or at HowieCarshow.com. That's right. So Hunter Biden has been indicted, and you know he's charged with not paying income taxes. Millions of dollars in uh, in evade, evaded evaded in income taxes, and he would have he evaded many more. But the statute of limitations was allowed to to run out on some of the worst things that he did. And uh, so, Joe Biden is always talking about making people pay their fair share. Here's a here's a, a tweet from uh, January of this year: We're making corporations and the super wealthy start to pay their fair share in taxes. It's about rewarding work, not wealth. What about your son, Joe? What about your own son? We're going to take some calls on this. I'm going to read you some of the stuff from the indictment, but let's let's play a couple of the cuts from Joe Biden. The, these are re, these are cuts for, it was in the last two years from Joe Biden talking about making people pay their fair share.
3: Uh, and by making the wealthy and corporations just begin, <coughs> just begin. Excuse me, to to begin to pay their fair share. But I'm asking you one simple question. Just pay your fair share. Pay your fair share, that's all. That's it. Just your fair share. And no one can argue that 20% for a billionaire is unfair. But pay your fair share. (laughs) Just pay a decent portion of what we lay out in this piece of legislation. I love Bernie. I really do. He's a great friend. But I'm not Bernie. You can make a billion dollars, make it but for God's sake, pay your fair
2: share for damn it. Did he ever say those magic words to Hunter? Fair share? We'll be right back on Highway Car.
1: Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios.
2: 844 500 42 844 500 4242 the indictment again this is the this is the special counsel's indictment of uh, of Hunter Biden and uh, the the same the same special counsel who just a couple of months ago was trying to broom the whole case and was apparently, he was either lying or Merrick Garland, his boss and as the attorney general, was lying about the power that he had to bring the case. It, had it not been for the whistleblowers at the IRS, the agents uh, who, who went to the congressional committees and pointed all this out, and had it not been for the Trump-appointed judge, uh, Narika, Mary Ellen Norica, uh, this would all be over. this this never would have been brought. but it's it it's pretty amazing how bad this thing is, especially when you consider that this is this is only from 2016 to 2019. 2014 and 2015, they allowed the statute of limitations to run out. and that's when the big money from Barisma was uh, was passing into Hunter's hands. when the uh, the, the 10 million dollars in bribes, According to the FD, ten twenty three document that the FBI had and tried to uh, hide from from the American people and from Congress, they the uh, the Ukrainian source told the FBI very credible guy according to the FBI the Democrats in the FBI that's why they tried to cover it up. They paid ten million dollars to Hunter and uh, and Joe Biden, and they have and this. This guy said that they have that the people in Ukraine have 17 audio recordings of the Bidens with their their Ukrainian paymasters, including two with uh, the big guy, Joe Biden. And so, could that possibly be related to the 113 billion dollars that the Ukrainians have already received, no strings attached? from the US and now Biden wants to give them another 60 billion dollars. That would be a, that would, that's 173 billion, which is a much much greater amount of money than the Israelis have gotten in 75 years from the US. I wonder wonder why we're so much we're so interested, why the Bidens are so interested in giving the Ukrainians a blank check. Could it have something to do with uh, what the Ukrainians have on the Bidens? all this is not not touched what i just mentioned in the the indictment this the, the 56 page indictment is just uh, based on uh, Hunt, hunter's uh, non-payment of taxes and what he really spent the money on in uh in in the uh in 2016 through 2019 uh, 844-500-42, 42, 844-500-42. Forty-two. I'm just. I just want to read you like a couple of things here before we go back to the. Uh, before we go back to this. Uh, to the calls and uh, <laughs> some of this stuff is is just uh, is just uh, amazing. How uh, okay, C- paragraph one twenty-three. Uh, he they talk about the defendant falsely claimed that money paid to women with whom he had personal relationships was wages, reducing his tax burden. Okay, so he had they call they call him person one that's that's the uh, the the stripper that he had the baby with. Uh, he put she was put on the payroll, and then the defendant Hunter Biden directed personal assistant number two to place on the payroll. Uh, and provide health care benefits to three women with whom he had romantic or sexual relationships and a fourth woman who was related to one of these women okay uh, and then he's talking about uh, about one they have a they have a conversation here in exchange uh, I guess it came comes from the laptop uh, the uh, he, he uh, hunter Biden says uh, says you can uh, you could take take uh, the his the stripper off the payroll I thought you said she didn't need didn't want to work and didn't need health insurance Uh, do you remember that conversation no I do not remember that conversation I remember a conversation where I was disappointed that you wanted to pay her the same rate as me meaning his girlfriend is the rate of his assistant but I was over that maybe she told you that but I wasn't involved person number two is a relation is someone with whom the defendant had a r- romantic relationship and who did no work nor was she expected to do any work the defendant placed person number 3 on the payroll in j- spring of 2018 person 3 was a family member of person 2 the defendant placed person 4 on the payroll in summer 2018 person 4 had a sexual relationship with the defendant and acted as his west coast personal Assistance. We continue. This is one paragraph. The defendant circled twelve hundred forty-eight dollars in payments for airline tickets as a business expense for an exotic dancer to fly from Los Angeles to New York in September twenty eighteen. And then this is this is a good one. You know, you know, you know. Joe is you know working class Joe, lunch bucket Joe, and Hunter used to tell his. Uh, Ex-wife, when when he was uh, when he was dating her, that he came from a middle-class family. The defendant circled thirty-eight hundred fifty-two dollars as a business expense for the rental of a Lamborghini that he drove when he first moved to California in April twenty eighteen until his Porsche was shipped from the East Coast, etc., etc., etc. Roy, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Roy.
0: Hi, Harry. This is your boy,
1: Roy. Um, question for you. Everybody's talking about uh, Hunter Biden. and He didn't pay his taxes, and he didn't do this and didn't do that. But nobody's asking why. The reason is because if he filed taxes, they would hit him up just like they do with drug dealer, except the only difference is with the Bidens, we'd be called treason with the business he was doing with the most corrupt people in the world.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to get him on any kind of treason counts. I I think I think the reason he wasn't paying taxes, Roy, is that he he didn't think he had to. You know, he 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 thought he uh, he was the ultimate poster boy for the concept of white privilege. He he. You know, we were just talking about Channel Seven. I got audited for the first time when I was thirty years old because I was uh, I was taking grand jury test federal grand jury testimony about a, a politician who represented me actually in Somerville and uh, they were so angry that they ordered an audit of me and it taught it taught me a lesson you know and it's ever since then I've been audited over and over again by the by the feds by the state by Republicans by Democrats and Hunter Biden never had to deal with that he never had to deal with the problems that us uh, ordinary mortals have to deal with like you know we could get we could get punished we could get, maybe not maybe not go to prison but, uh, you know, end up spending a lot of money to uh, pay a- accountants and lawyers to fight audits. And then if, if we get caught uh, caught uh, trying to uh, cheat the government, uh, we, we could end up paying big fines. But and this guy, Hunter Biden, didn't even pay any income taxes. He didn't file income taxes for years and years and years. Let's play some more of his father uh, saying, pay your fair share, Taylor
3: anti-business but I'm about just begin pay your fair share (laughs) we're making progress we're going to keep at it to ensure the American people are paying their fair share for gas not being gouged for gas all I'm asking is you pay your fair share pay your fair share
2: what was Hunter Biden's fair share by the way Joe said he wanted to make sure that millionaires, billionaires, and he even put it trillionaires—there aren't any trillionaires—but Joe, don't tell Joe. Want to pay their fair share. But his own son? Forget about it. Forget about it. They were gonna—they were gonna again. Remember, they were gonna brush this case. Millions of dollars, millions of dollars not paid to the Internal Revenue Service, because he's the smartest guy Joe knows. Jordan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jordan.
0: Hey, Howie, how are you?
2: Good.
3: You um, know what? The um, tax audit um, case with um, Hunter Biden, you know, that's a big issue with a lot of Americans because, you know, the government tries to tax the rich so much that they look at those accounts more since there are more activity going on in those accounts they look at those accounts more. But if people had good tax preparers and accountants, they'll know that there are thousands of tax write-offs that they can get every year. But the wealthy and the rich need to know that, you know, the government looks at people's accounts more since the government sees more activity in them when, you know... They, they you know,
2: the, the, the problem, Jordan, is nobody... Nobody can uh, make up the huge deficit that the U.S. is running right now, uh, well, under any circumstances, but you just can't make it up with rich people. You're going to have to go after the poor people. And that's why, that's why the, uh, the Biden administration wants to hire 87,000 more, uh, more IRS agents so they can keep going after, uh, after the middle class. That's, that's where the money is because that's where the, uh, the numbers of people are. And, uh, and they they want to they want to go after uh, babysitters, they want to go after Venmo transactions. They they they've already cracked down on uh, tipped employees like uh, waiters and waitresses and bartenders, and uh, they those are the people that they uh, that they run through the hoops, while while people like Hunter Biden just get a just get a pass because he's he's connected, and and that's the that's the the the. Uh, the scandal of this whole story, and I, I'm going to read you a a, a column that just just came out from uh, Jonathan Turley about how, you know, they, this guy Weiss, uh, the the special counsel, is still giving a, a total pass to uh, to to uh, Joe Biden. He's just trying to, uh, he, he's just trying to walk around the uh, the elephant in the room here. This is, this, why would they? Why would all these foreign entities? And it is. That's what it is. It's for. It's all foreign entities. Why would they be paying Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, the brother of Hunt of uh, Joe? Why would they be paying them millions of dollars? They say it's for the brand. But you know, if if you have a brand, that means that you're providing a a good or a service, and and your good or your service. Has a, a certain reputation of a brand. What What was the Biden brand? What What good or service did the uh, What product that you get? You know, I got the, here. I got this book. This is This is This is the car brand. One of One of the car brands. I have a, I have a column. I have this show. That's my brand. I have a I have a brand for for better or for worse. Not a major brand, maybe, but it's a brand. What's the Biden brand? What, what's, what do they provide? Tell, tell, can we swear you in, Hunter, and you can tell us what services you provided? He, he took all these uh, travel ex- expenses in 2018, $388,000. And according to the indictment, he did little or no business that year. So how the hell did he make close to $2 bucks if he had no brand? 844-500-4242 844-500-4242 the weekend is coming up that's when i like to do a lot of uh, cooking uh, of uh, omaha steaks products i got a uh, i got my nice uh, holiday box from omaha steaks a couple of weeks ago and i uh, I, I dig into it i i've got I'm gonna, i think i'm going to make some chicken this week they have they have amazing chicken and uh, I just, uh, I, I thaw it out, and then I, uh, I, I bake it. I can, uh, I can put it in, uh, in, in, make it into chicken parm. I can put it on salads. It's just, uh, they, have, they have the best chicken, the best beef, the best, uh, the best pork, the best fish. I can just, taste it. I can taste it. I can taste it. The holidays are here. And if you're looking to give the gift of great, great food to someone you love or to yourself, and they can enjoy it all winter long, let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork, guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code Howie at checkout to get, a, get an additional $30 off your order, send tender, juicy, butcher-cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. I like the uh, baked stuffed potatoes, and I like the uh, caramelized apple tarts. Those are fantastic, too. They got you covered right from uh, start to finish with a great meal. This offer won't last long, 50% off site-wide. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right now. So shop early and beat the shipping rush before Christmas. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Howie at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code Howie at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order on top of the 50% off. Minimum order may be required. I'm Howie Carr.
0: Want more from the Howie Carr Show? Yes, always. Watch Howie live at rumble.com slash the Howie Carr Show. He's not just another pretty face. He's
2: an extraordinarily good-looking man. He's Howie Carr. There's a little bit of a bromance going on
3: there.
1: Holy car.
2: Ryan O'Neill, the actor, will in a uh he was uh with Farrah Fawcett Major for a long time. He's dead at age eighty two. He was the star of Paper Moon, wasn't he? And his, the father of Tatum O'Neill. That was a great movie, Paper Moon, back in the seventies. Anyway, he's dead at eighty two. Um Rachel, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Rachel.
0: Hi, Howie. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Well, yeah. you know, with so many college presidents who are afraid to even say what they say anything clearly because they're afraid of offending someone one president who wasn't like that was the philosopher president John Silver he um... you know there's been a big divide on college campuses for it's been going on for a very long time between the ones who are for freedom of speech rule of law and the ones who are really anarchists. yeah and um... Pop had some of the major anarchists on the BU campus during his time.
2: Are, are you uh, are you related team. to uh, Doctor Silber?
0: Oh, I am. I'm his daughter. <laughs> I've I've just written a book about him called Snapshots of My Father, John Silber. Yeah, and he tells the whole extraordinary story of his life.
2: He was the president of BU long before Kendry X. Abra, whatever his name is, was there long before AOC. I was there as an instructor. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, when
0: were you there?
2: I was there in the early 1980s. Uh, I was teaching introductory journalism. Okay. I was just an adjunct professor, but I, you know, I... Yes. I uh, I voted for your father in the Democrat primary against uh, Frank Bilotti back in uh, in 1990. I, yeah. I, I loved it. You're right. He was he was very honest, but he believed in freedom of speech. You know those crazy people that were at that hearing. Uh, you know, including uh, Gay from Harvard and and McGill yeah. from Penn and Kornbluth from MIT. They kept saying, "Well, you know, we're 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 First Amendment absolutists when it comes to talking about genocide against the Jews." Oh. Yeah. but you know. Oh, but if, if you use the wrong pronouns or you, you say someone's too fat, you know, then, then they want, yeah, then they want yeah. to cancel you. I mean, your, your father, John Silber, he was old, old line. You could say whatever the hell you wanted. And he, you know what? And, he, he, would, would. and, he, and he, he wouldn't try to, he would just try to, you know, uh, out-argue you. But he wouldn't try to have you fired or thrown in jail. He was a great man, Rachel, and I, uh, I appreciate... Uh, sometimes I didn't really appreciate it when I was working for him, but uh, I, I appreciate him a lot more now, especially when I see the people that, he, that have replaced him. I'm Howie Carr.